Welcome to Insurance Uncovered, the first podcast to bring you insurance news and perspective from thought leaders in the property casualty insurance industry. Insurance Uncovered is produced by the National Association of Mutual Insurance Companies. Hello, everyone. I'm Kathy Imus, and today we're uncovering climate chaos, wildfires, and record-setting storms put insurers on high alert. How the IBHS hopes new guidelines will protect homes and communities. And a bright future ahead for those receiving scholarships from the Nanak Mutual Insurance Foundation. We talk with one scholarship recipient about what insurers can do to attract young talent to the industry. A series of disasters has the insurance industry on high alert this week. We've now reached peak hurricane season, and that's clear when you take a look at the Atlantic Ocean, where five tropical cyclones have formed at the same time for only the second time in history. One of those storms, Hurricane Sally, was expected to make landfall overnight in Louisiana, with the main impact of this storm the dangerous amount of water. The National Hurricane Center is calling for a life-threatening storm surge and flash flooding. Meanwhile, on the West Coast, it's another disaster story, where wildfires torching much of three states have already claimed 36 lives. There are currently 87 active wildfires, according to the National Interagency Fire Center, with at least 25 of those in California. Insurance Institute for Business and Home Safety President and CEO Roy Wright recently spoke with the New York Times, where he called the accumulation of catastrophes in the nation's most populous state apocalyptic. He warned against simply covering our ears hunkering down and saying, quote, I want this to go away. This year, the IBHS released new wildfire guidelines that lay forth a path to adapting suburban communities to adjust to the growing threat of wildfires. House lawmakers returned to Capitol Hill this week, intent on reviving negotiations for additional COVID relief and passing spending legislation to avoid a government shutdown at the end of this month that would also trigger a lapse in the National Flood Insurance Program. But the realistic expectation in Washington is that Congress will simply do a clean extension of current funding with a continuing resolution. That means no policy language that could stir opposition from either side of the aisle. But given the uncertainty, NAMIC is leading a cross-industry effort this week that includes representatives from the insurance, housing, real estate, lending, and construction industries. The industry groups have come together to call on congressional leadership to ensure that authorization of the NFIP is extended before the September 30 deadline. After years of waiting, the Department of Housing and Urban Development has finally released its final disparate impact rule. NAMIC General Counsel Tom Carroll says this will provide much-needed clarity in terms of how disparate impact claims will be approached by the department. The new rule also reiterates that state laws and regulation will not be superseded by the federal government. In large part as a result of NAMIC's eight-year-long challenge, HUD is releasing this final rule to try and bring its disparate impact standards onto a level playing field with what the Supreme Court ruled in 2015. That is that disparate impact claims can be made with certain conditions and procedures that protect both the plaintiff and the defendant. For NAMIC member companies, the new HUD rule reduces the overreach of the, by the original 2013 HUD rule 
and makes clear that state insurance laws and regulations cannot be overridden by this rule in federal courts. NAMIC's legal team is working with outside counsel to review the rule and determine if it does indeed satisfy the needs of NAMIC members to the extent that the association can withdraw its lawsuit against the department. Well, for the first time in its 125-year history, the NAMIC Annual Convention will gather mutual insurance industry leaders on one screen instead of under one roof. This year's virtual event, which begins Monday, September 21st, will feature keynote conversations with State Farm President and CEO Michael Tipsard, as well as House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy from California and West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. NAMIC will also unveil the 2020 Mutual Factor, giving a first look at how the mutual insurance industry has fared amid this year's coronavirus pandemic. To check out the full agenda and register for the convention, visit NAMIC.org. NAMIC's 125th anniversary initiative, designed to help attract new talent to the industry, has now come to a successful conclusion. The association's Mutual Insurance Foundation raised more than its goal of $125,000 and has awarded scholarships to 33 college students majoring in an insurance-related program. The scholarship program will help bridge the talent gap as more insurance professionals look toward retirement by recognizing those future professionals and helping them offset the growing cost of their college education. On today's Unscripted, our Chuck Chamness talks with scholarship winner and University of North Texas student Stacy Rodriguez about what this scholarship program has meant to her and what insurers can do to attract young talent to the industry. For NAMIC's 125th anniversary this year, we launched the Mutual Insurance Foundation Scholarship awarding more than $125,000 to aspiring insurance industry professionals across the country. And on today's Unscripted, we have one of those winners with us. Stacy Rodriguez, a senior majoring in risk management, insurance, and financial services at the University of North Texas. Thanks for joining us today, Stacy. Hey, Chuck. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm looking forward to this conversation and learning a little more about you. I think our members who listen to this podcast will want to know um, kind of what what the profile of a student who's received one of our scholarships and a, an aspiring professional in the insurance industry looks like. So we'll ask a few questions to get into that, but let me start with the first one. I talked to so many in our industry who really kind of fell into insurance, um, started out on one path and then ended up in insurance, but you are studying insurance in college, mm-hmm. seeking a degree in insurance and risk management. So my question is why? And what what brings you to your interest in this field? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll start off with a little bit about my background. So I attended the School of Business and Management uh, for high school. So mm-hmm. early on, I was exposed to the business industry. However, there weren't any insurance classes there yet. However, I still took several accounting courses and IT classes, and I knew I wanted to be in business. So then my freshman year of college, I decided that I wanted to be in accounting. So I was taking my entry-level courses and really gearing towards my sophomore year, I decided that accounting wasn't really my favorite thing to do. And Mm -hmm. one of my intro-level professors for 
statistics, she actually reached out to me. She said, hey, there's this organization called Gamma Yoda Sigma, which is the risk management and insurance organization. She said, I th- she said they're looking for officers right now, and you're really good at speaking with people. And if you want to be involved in something, definitely be involved with them. So I told her, okay, I'll yeah. check it out. And I attended one of their meetings, and I just really liked um, how the presentation went. They said that they prepare students professionally for the insurance world and that they provide internship opportunities and they take students to conferences. So to me, as a student who commutes to school, I wanted to make sure that I could commit to it, especially as an officer. Mm -hmm. So, and because I wanted to be more involved in school, I decided that I would, you know, take a leap for it and be involved with it and see what was in store for me. And once I really started being an officer with that organization, I, I was very, very interested in insurance because they took us to the, my first ever trip was to the CPCU conference in New Orleans. And it was wow. so much fun. And I realized that many people from different backgrounds were in insurance. Like I would ask these professionals like, oh, like how, how did you get an insurance? Some people told me they were art majors. Others told me like they just fell into it. Not many of them actually were, had been majoring in insurance. So they had told me that I, um, that, that was a very good path for me because I'm very thankful that the University of North Texas offers risk management insurance as a major and that's very rare in many universities. But fortunately, uh, I have experience in insurance and also they waive two of the CPCU exams for you once you mm-hmm. graduate. So this December, I'll already have the CPCU 520 and 530 completed. So that's two designations out of the eight, which will I know will save me a ton of money and time if I do decide to pursue CPC credentials. And also right wow. now, one of my classes, one of my classes is, will help me get certified for CRM, which is certified risk manager already. Right. So, so that's kind of the history what, of it. <laughs> that's a great history. First, uh, you know, interesting that you started out interested in business in high school, but then yeah. Found insurance later. It sounds like largely as a result of uh, you know being introduced to it through Gamma Iota Sigma. Yeah. So I understand you're the first uh, in your family to graduate from mm-hmm. college, or you will be when you graduate. Correct. Yes, I am a first generation. So for me, my parents are my biggest motivation of getting through college. Even though we didn't grow up with much, my mom, she still wanted us to be in, I guess, good schools. So she would put us in charter schools. And then the School of Business is actually a magnet school, which means you can only get accepted based on your grades. So my parents were very, very strict with us and always pushed us to have good grades. But I'm thankful for that because it's what has given me the motivation to finish school since I was about 15. I've been working and going to school, and um, it's definitely helped me grow. I would say it's made me mature a little bit faster than most people. Well, it sounds like uh, <laughs> your parents certainly uh, 
pushed you to, you know, achieve in school, but there's a lot of motivation on your part, uh, I can tell from uh, how you've excelled. So as you look at, you know, next spring and graduation, uh, how do you envision you know, your dream job entering the industry, uh, hopefully with a mutual insurance company, I say, uh, you know, with uh, representing our 1,400 member of companies who, uh, of course, I think are the very best to work for. So uh, what do you see in your career once you graduate? Yeah, definitely. So I've been fortunate enough to have landed an internship. I've landed two internships, and one was with an agency. So I was uh, helping in the commercial lines as a um, commercial lines assistant manager. And what I did was I helped make the certificates of insurance, if there were any claims, I put that into the system. So I got good exposure to insurance early on. This was in my junior year, so around the beginning of 2019. And then this past summer, I actually interned with Liberty Mutual in their underwriting department. And because of the pandemic, uh, it had to be all virtual. Luckily, Liberty Mutual was able to adjust to the pandemic and still gave me a really good virtual experience. And my job there was to analyze uh, these companies and determine whether it was it would fit the appetite of the company. But you had to factor in so many things to it, like their losses, how do they operate, how does their fleet look like, things that I would never have thought of before. But I realized that because I love working with numbers and I'm very analytical, I think I would fit mm -hmm. better working for a carrier because on the agency side, I still love the interaction and the, the people part, the relationship part of it. However, I, I didn't really use like any analytical or math to it, but I do enjoy working on both sides, but I feel like my skills could be utilized a bit more on the carrier side. And so once I graduate, my goal is to either work for Liberty full time or for a large carrier like Texas Mutual, their State Farm, and either be an underwriter or an analyst. Well, well that's, uh, that's a great introduction. It happens one of my sons um, also had an internship with Liberty Mutual and underwriting oh, yeah. uh, here in Indianapolis. He found it through his career uh, services office at Miami of Ohio where he went and um, Anyway, Liberty is, is great about offering those internships and obviously you're a big company and an AMIC member uh, that uh, hires a lot of kids uh, just coming out of college and helps with you know, training uh, for new uh, insurance employees as well. So that would be a great start, plus those other companies you mentioned. So, mm -hmm. so tell us, you know, Gamma Iota Sigma is um, mm -hmm. not everywhere, but where it's active, um, you know, I hear a lot about how it really helps uh, attract and engage students and help them learn about our industry. Uh, it sounds like you're also an officer of your chapter, but can you mm -hmm. tell us a little about how Gamma has helped uh, has helped you set this course? Yes. So at the beginning of each school year, the National Gamma Yoda Sigma Grand Chapter, they host this leadership symposium for all of the officers. So before the semester starts, this was uh, last month actually, all of the officers, we, we got together, well, it was virtual this year, and what they did was that they had this huge conference 
basically only for officers. And they divided us up into sections and we could hop into each of these sections. And one was dedicated just for the president. Another was dedicated just for leadership. One was called uh, external communication. So anything to do with charity events and how to really connect your your organization with outside companies. And I'm very thankful to have gotten this leadership training because it brought so many new ideas for for our organization to be able to adjust to, to the pandemic this semester. And not only that, they also connected with other companies and they gave us this free time to be able to reach out to them and they told us if they have any internship opportunities available. I know State Farm was there, so they had recruiters speaking to us, dedicating their time just to these officers. So there's that exposure that you get. You get to build some connections there, not only with just recruiters, but other officers around the nation as well. Well, last question, and perhaps the most important yeah. question, because uh, many of our listeners work for uh, our member insurance companies, uh, and they're all looking for the next generation of talent. So what advice would you offer these companies um, on what they might tell students like you and your peers and how to attract them to jobs in our industry? Yeah, definitely. So one of my roles as an officer, we also have to contribute to always recruiting talent at the university. And I feel like <laughs> that could be very hard because students are just so busy already and they may already be a part of these other organizations. And to me, it wasn't as easy to be reeled into this uh, organization. So I can only imagine all of these other students who have no idea about insurance and risk management. So we try to be fun with it. We're very tech savvy and we use social media a lot and we use all of our charity events. Like one of the events we have going on is that you send a selfie of yourself contributing to either your neighborhood or to the school. You could do a drop-off pantry and just take a photo like, oh, hey, I donated these cans of food for a good cause. Or if you'd like to pick up some trash in your neighborhood, just send us a photo and hashtag us. And that way we could show them that our organization is not just about insurance and showing them that we're actually doing real world things. And also we attend a bunch of network luncheons that are hosted by RIMS, which is the Risk Insurance Management Society and the CPCU. And so we send them photos there like, hey, our organization is actually sending our members to these places to network and you also get free food. So sometimes that reels them in. So before the pandemic, we'd also have free pizza at our meetings, and that would sometimes uh, really get the attention of people. But what I like to tell students is that insurance, especially after this pandemic, you realize that everyone needs insurance, and it's an essential business. And I have friends who had their internships canceled because of the pandemic. And luckily, my internship wasn't canceled. And it made me more sure of what I wanted to do after graduation. And I tell them that there's also so many big companies that are giving scholarship opportunities because that's how I was able to connect with you guys is because of the scholarship. 
and really the people as well because like I said when I had met all of these professionals at the CPCU conference everyone was so nice everyone worked hard for where they are and I just love how people from any background can land in insurance whether you like numbers you can be really good as an analyst or if you love people you love to help others you'll do very well in claims so I tell students that no matter your background or your major, you can find a very good position and do very well in insurance. So that's yeah. really what I have to say to everyone. I think uh, I think I see myself in, in insurance for a very long time. Well, Stacy, thank you for your time today. Uh, I think we've heard that uh, You've discovered and you're able to tell your classmates that we have a stable industry that offers a wide variety of professions. And it's always good to start that conversation with free pizza. So thank you for uh, being with us today. And thanks so much for um, not only your interest in the industry, but for applying for our scholarship. You're just the kind of student and future industry leader that we really love to support. So thank you for that and, and for your time today. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Chuck. And that's a wrap for this episode of Insurance Uncovered. We'll be back on September 30th with more insurance news and interviews. Remember, if you have a topic or issue you'd like us to uncover, don't hesitate to let us know. You can always reach us by sending an email to uncovered at namic.org. Until next time, I'm Kathy Imus. We hope you'll join us for convention next week. Have a great day.